All right, guys. Thank you for coming to the India Aware Cricket Podcast. Uh, this is the start of a new series where we hope to give you all of the new insights and uh, predictions on uh, the upcoming matches, and uh, also give some analysis on what really happened uh, in the most recent past matches. So. Um, it's my pleasure to introduce Sankit, coming from the maximum city of Mumbai. Uh, he's there on the west coast. My name is uh, um, Munz. I am located here on the west coast of the US in Portland. I will say that uh, Sankit is uh, a brilliant cartoonist. He uh, does a lot of political cartoons and political satire. Uh, and you can find him at Jakartoons. And, um, uh with that being said let's move on sankit to the uh last test that just got done so um do you want to open and just give a brief outline on what you were thinking about that last test sure 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 thanks thanks Munz, and uh happy to be on this podcast and hello all uh to all our listeners uh hoping to uh reach out to as many people as possible uh so in terms of the last test, it was an interesting concept where, you know, in the first test, uh, uh, people said that the toss uh, played an important role. Similarly, in the second test, uh, like first test being more of a flat a kind of a deck, whereas the second was a dust bowl. And then uh, obviously the British media and uh, the English uh, ex-cricketers coming forward and saying that these sort of wickets are not acceptable and all that. Uh, and Indian cricketers, ex-cricketers are like uh, commenting that, you know, this is what uh, teams are supposed to expect when they come to uh, India. And we don't complain when we receive green tops when we go overseas. So it, it came to an interesting discussion where uh, the talent of the cricketers on show was kind of overlooked and uh, all the credit was given to the pitch, I would say. Um, so from my point of view, firstly, I'd just like to say that uh, what India prepared as a pitch was completely acceptable from my point of view. This is what, as, as many cricketers, including uh, the legend Mr. Sunil Gavaskar mentioned, that this is what teams should expect when they come to India. And uh, it depends on the caliber of the batsman as well. Like They should be able to cater to all conditions. It's not only about playing seeming deliveries or fast-paced tracks at the VACA or a seeming track at Lords, you should also be able to face a spinning on a spinning wicket uh, at uh, Chepok in Chennai. Uh, and our batsman, especially the way R. Ashwin uh, applied himself in the entire match and scored 100 along with uh, uh, Virat Kohli, who scored a half century, uh, who gave very little away to the bowlers. It showed that if you apply yourself, then there is definitely scope for uh, uh, scoring runs on these sort of uh, wickets uh, also. Yeah, that was, that was my thoughts that uh, this is, and I'd like uh, Munz now to take over on what his thoughts are. Yeah, thanks, Ankit. Um, you know, absolutely. I, I think, uh, let's not forget uh, Rohit with his mammoth uh, ton as well. And uh, of course, he was, you know, at the top of the order and, uh, you know, Rohit is in a different class of his own. But even on uh, uh, Ashwin coming in a couple of days later at number eight, I mean, uh, you really have to talk about the English really just not applying themselves. Uh, Ashwin may have got five centuries behind his name. Um, he's no mug with the bat. 
but he really seized on to this opportunity, you know, at his uh, home ground. Um, and uh, thinking with a spinner's brain while batting, really, he seemed to, uh, you know, put away the bad balls and uh, it was, and even take on some of the fast bowlers. Uh, so it's, it's uh, really hard to call this pitch bad. You know, I feel when you have two centurions in the Indian team and, uh, I mean, your number eight coming in to knock a century off as well, you know, a couple of days later. So I think uh, absolutely um, nothing can be said. It's a challenging pitch. Well, you know, we, we don't want to see, we want to see challenging games. Um, you know, not every pitch uh, has to be uh, uh, batsman's paradise. And, uh, and uh, I absolutely agree. I think, uh, uh, you know, coming to India, uh, you know, roll up your sleeves and put your socks up and, uh, you know, face the challenge, to be honest. About yes, yes, yes. Completely agree. Yeah. Yep. So um, with that being said, uh, let's talk about some of these new um, uh, entries into the Indian team. Obviously, uh, I think man of the match being uh, Ashwin, um, he's really come on, you know, onto his own, hasn't he? I mean, he's uh, uh, he took eight wickets and, uh, uh, you know, uh, sort of brought up the uh, tail end of the batting uh, lineup there in front of his home crowd. Uh, what do you think of his uh, performance coming out of Australia, Sankit? I mean, he uh, he really uh, took it uh, upon himself to uh, take on the English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember like in the IPL, his spot was uh, under the scanner whether he will actually start for the Delhi Capitals. Like I, I think in many predictions, people assume that he will be competing for a spot with uh, Aksar Patel or an Amit Mishra for the spinner slot because people had written him off in uh, limited overs cricket. Then he had a, uh, a freak shoulder injury during the IPL. And after that, I think something has transformed inside him or what I don't know. Like forget his um, like uh, immaculate bowling uh, in Australia uh, for a minute. But the way he and Vihari uh, gave the Indian uh, fans and the team hope of surviving that uh, half a days of play or whatever number of overs that was in the third test was a testimony to the fact that he has transformed himself as a player to the next level. Uh, we always knew that he is a complete gun with the ball, but uh, this transformation as a batsman and more, I would say, as a survivor who goes out there and puts a prize on his wicket is something um, for all uh, cricketers uh, to learn from. So this is this is like uh, Ashwin 2.0, I will say. And uh, if if I have to stick my neck out, I'll say that uh, Ravindra Jadeja being like India's MVP across all formats has kind of pushed Ashwin on to be that uh, all-rounder that the team requires in uh, Jadeja's uh, absence. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, Ashwin has... Uh, he's always learning, isn't he? I mean, he comes off... Uh every test with some kind of uh, different variation. So even though he goes away for a long period of time, he always comes back with something uh, uh, new and challenging, uh, whether it be um, not just a standard off break, but, uh, you know, he's got the, uh, not just the dusara as well, uh, but he's got that carom ball. Um, and it's like every ball has got a different variation. He doesn't keep... Uh, 
Uh, yep. No yep. two balls in the same over are the same. And so uh, I think that's where his real advantage is, is just his breadth of uh, sort of variations in deliveries. Yes, yes, completely agree on, on that front. So he, as I said, like it's Ashwin 2.0 for me. And uh, it's it's so comforting to see a player like him uh, succeed. Like people say Shane Vaughan is the greatest Australian captain that Australia never had. Uh, in my mind, uh, Ashwin is the probably the captain that uh, 10 years down the line, India will feel that they never had. Not saying that uh, we our current captain is uh, bad or anything like that. But it's just the cricketing brains that he brings on the table is like, uh, is quite great. Absolutely. And then I think, uh, of course, his supporting uh, bowler from the other side being uh, Aksar Patel. Uh, why don't you weigh in on that? And uh... Uh, tell us what you're thinking. Yeah, so Akshar Patel, uh, if if uh, if we Virat clarified this at the toss itself, that in the first test also they were planning to play the combination of Akshar and Kuldeep, but since Akshar was injured, they started playing. Uh, they played actually uh, Washington Sundar and uh, uh, I forgot who the third bowler was uh, in that uh, lineup. Nadim, Nadim, Shabaz, Nadim, right? Um, so. So Aksar Patel was uh, like you know taken as a substitute for a like to like substitute for uh, Ravindra Jadeja, and uh, he was lucky that he got a pitch uh, which prefers the spinners as compared to Nadim, who uh, like you know made his uh, second match played a second match on a on a flat deck and got uh, tonked all around by uh, the Englishman. Uh, so he definitely is a prospect, uh, Aksar Patel. He brings a lot of uh, personality to the team in terms of his bowling and his batting. Also, is quite uh, fit on the field as well. Uh, so, so yeah. So I think it's a very good addition uh, for sure. He can take over the third uh, spinner's slot uh, in India and compete with uh, Sundar on that. Uh, which brings us to the unfortunate case of Kuldeep Yadav. So, Munz, your thoughts on? Kuldeep Yadav and where he goes from here, considering I, that next match is a day-night test and probably he will be dropped again. You know, this is really demoralizing, um, you know, I think for Kuldeep uh, coming out. I think it's been uh, at least two years and even his last uh, test in Australia uh, before he got dropped. I mean, he picked up a five-wicket uh, haul there as well. So, um, you know, warming the bench for two years, waiting for your chance. And then when you get your chance to, uh, you know, come in and only bowl less than 10 overs, uh, I think is really demoralizing uh, to him. And, you know, at one stage, um, I know it's more limited overs cricket, but him and Chahal were like, uh, you know, the leading uh, wrist spinners. Wrist spinners were all the game and, uh, you know, putting, uh, unfortunately, Ashwin uh, out as well. So, to go from such a high pedestal to come crashing down, um, I think it really harms bowlers of his caliber in the long run. It doesn't do anything for his confidence. And unfortunately, um, you know, I don't think India is doing a good job when it comes to its rotation policy either. Um, you know, wrist spinners, talented wrist spinners like him have to be nurtured and, uh, um, it's crushing. It's crushing, really. What do you think, Sankit? Yeah, yeah. Like I remember in that example that you gave of two years ago at Australia, I, I, I remember Ravi Shastri coming out and saying that Kuldeep Yadav is our first choice spinner overseas, at least. 
and since then the guy hasn't played a game so really don't know what goes into uh, the strategy aspect or how they are uh, like you know uh, keeping him motivated to even be have any confidence and and let's not forget that uh, he has been dropped and picked back again in the limited over side also and let's not uh, forget especially in his fan- franchise of uh, kolkata night riders he has been frequently dropped as well so i remember like just like moin ali took a liking to him in this match the uh, moin ali who represented rcb uh, last year i think had uh, again taunted him all over the park and after that he just um, uh, lost it and got dropped and since then i don't think he has uh, recovered uh, can't put the blame completely on uh, on the strategy team over here because he has been given his chances like one or two matches here and there in uh one day is especially not in t20s and he has not shown to be the person that he was when he burst onto the scene so i don't know whether it is a mental thing or it is something like uh, he has just uh, lost his touch or whether he should be sent back to domestic to improve himself and go back because clearly just sitting on the bench is not helping him either so rather than just keeping him on the bench send him back to domestic see if he can improve and come back as a as a better player it has happened to many people in the past so so let's see how he goes from here but as you said highly demoralizing and demotivating for any player to see a net bowler uh, jumping the queue and playing in place of him absolutely hopefully uh, better days ahead for uh, kuldeep um i want to give a quick uh, uh, shout out to rohit uh, again the hitman i know he's a favorite for Uh, you especially sankit uh, you want to talk about your uh, mumbai captain uh, there for a little bit before we move on to england uh yeah so i think uh, rohit played an innings which only rohit could play on that sort of an inning uh, on that sort of a wicket uh, where he was positive there was intent there was aggression uh, he took advantage of the close in field just at the start and just when he went into his uh, flow uh, there is no stopping uh, rohit and 160 on that track which i think in england in both innings uh, could not achieve is uh, something brilliant like i would rate it as in if you have to just quantify it in terms of his best knocks i would put it right up there because a difficult track where like uh, not uh, like except ashwin and virat in the second innings none of the other batsmen were able to even apply themselves it's it's like uh, huge coming from uh, rohit who's who did well in australia i would say like uh, scoring 40s and 50s on australian decks opening the batting against the pace battery of australia was um, not easy considering situations that he was thrown into and considering that he started playing for um, uh, india in australia uh, from the third test onwards so he didn't have much match practice neither uh, apart from the ipl so so yeah so it was it was really good to see him grow and uh, like again a senior in the team uh, works closely with virat and uh, ajinkya to keep on uh, keeping players on their toes and uh, helping out in the strategy aspect and the tactical aspects on the field absolutely i think uh, you know with somebody like uh, rohit uh, opening the batting reminds me of uh, uh, sehwag you know when he would come in he's got that same intent that same uh, uh you know fiery uh, scoring rate as well uh, let's move on to uh, england now and uh, top bowlers by uh, uh england i would say leech and uh, moin what do you think sankit 
Yes, definitely. I think they both uh, did play their part uh, in in the way that they uh, they best could have. Uh, England dropped uh, Dominic Best because I think he lost the plot in the second innings of the first test. And uh, from a caliber and uh, an impact standpoint, Leach and Moin were their best options. Now they'll have to take back Best, or they have to play an extra seamer in the day-night test. That's fine. But uh, I genuinely feel that Leach is their best uh, spinner going around, followed by Moin and then by uh, Best. Uh, and uh, another English player which like completely impressed me was Ben Fokes. Um, he is considered to be a machine behind the wickets. Extremely clean style of keeping, like something that young kids would like to emulate going ahead. Like um, uh, he he dropped a couple of catches, but it was expected on this kind of a wicket. But the way he gathers the ball the way he whips off the bails and the way he uh, does the entire keeping activity was something that uh, was textbook uh, stuff right so quite impressed by him and also in the first innings he uh, was one of the few people along with root who uh, uh, root did not do well in the first innings but apart from root i think he is probably their one of their best players against uh, spin and that entire uh thought process of applying uh, themselves was seen in folks and sadly in none of the other uh, englishmen so so yeah ben folks is the third person who actually caught my eye and impressed me a lot and he has been doing this since quite a long time just like kuldeep for india uh, he has been unlucky that he always uh, keep uh, like gets replaced by either a butler or a johnny bestro who they pick as a batsman and they only look at folks as a fallback option in case neither of those two are available which happened in the second test and now uh, it has been mentioned that he will be keeping in the third and the fourth test although johnny bestro should make his uh, place in the team purely as a batsman so it's good on folks also you want to spend a, a a little bit of time on this uh, story about moin uh leaving back to england yeah. apparently yeah yeah, the, yeah so so yes 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 so it was i think a, a goof up on the part of uh, joe root where he uh, mentioned that moin has uh, quote unquote chosen to go back home when uh, england's rotation policy uh, i think clearly was that moin should go back after the second test now let's not forget what the guy has gone through he came to sri lanka to play got uh like covid positive with the new uk variant and all that and had to be in isolation for a good 14 to 20 days missed out on the first test was unfit to play the second test in sri lanka came back came to india with the team uh, but did not play the first test and uh, then finally did well in the second test and um, and yeah it's not easy like uh, the bio bubble and the isolations and getting uh, quarantined due to being positive and the health impact that it has with it along with the mental agony i think it's we have to understand that cricketers are also humans at the end of it so many cricketers have come forward and said that being in quarantine let alone being covid positive is not that uh, mentally easy right just being in isolated in rooms uh, not being able to speak to anyone in person not being able to even go out and practice is very very tough and uh, he has taken this uh, opportunity and i assume that all this would have already been uh, uh, set out for him that he will be flying back home after the second test because uh, mark wood and johnny bestro would be joining the team and we already have uh, a huge bowling contingent anyways uh, so so i think 
similar to what virat had mentioned and i i really appreciate and respect virat for the decision that he took of flying back to india to experience that feeling of uh, uh, being a father and all that uh, like at the end of it they do have their personal lives also so uh, it's 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 like um, it's like to put it it's it's completely fair on him and i think uh, especially in today's time and age uh, the fans and the media should just move on and not keep on questioning players on their integrity and their love for the country and all that uh, it's tough it's tough so i would i'm completely siding with moin and previously virat on this particular topic absolutely i think we've all seen in the last year how difficult it has been um, especially with the pandemic isolation uh training by yourself sometimes training in hotel rooms not the best facilities uh sometimes not the best food you know and uh, uh weeks and weeks of uh, that can definitely wear um anybody down and we all know how much cricket is not just a physical game but a mental game as well and if you if your mind isn't into it you might as well you know call it uh, call it quits and uh, you know let somebody else with a sort of fresh uh, fresh brain come back into the team so uh, it's 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 always the team uh, you know that comes first and uh, you got to be true to yourself and if you're not able to uh, make that cut absolutely in today's age i think um, uh, you know you got to make that call and uh, and and go home really So um let's move on and uh, we're now going to talk about uh, the largest uh, well the next test coming up in the largest uh, cricket stadium in the world the Sardar Patel stadium at um, Ahmedabad and uh, yeah what a fantastic venue i think we've seen some of the uh, cricketers training there and it's uh, it's great to see that the BCCI has uh, put up a, such a fantastic venue coming up for this uh, day and night test um what do you think about this new venue sanket and uh, the pink ball and uh, uh, what do we know anything about how this pitch is going to play uh well 3 days ago i think they put up a poster a pic of um, uh, the pitch and it it looked completely green and then they said like a couple of uh, finishing touches are remaining yesterday i saw the wicket it seemed to be a lot more uh, even uh but i think with the pink ball it doesn't matter how the wicket is to be honest uh, the pink ball will keep moving around uh, uh from the second session onwards uh, i think when the sun is about to set uh and uh, and uh, both teams have like excellent pace attacks to make the best use of it uh and it it will be a theater of dreams right that's what kevin peterson also mentioned on twitter like uh, although the capacity is around uh, 1 lakh plus there'll be around 50000 people uh, who will be present uh, uh, at the stadium considering that they have uh, covid restrictions uh, applied and uh, yours truly is going to be one of those 50000 cheering that team along so quite excited to experience in person as to how the stadium and the experience will be of being in such a massive uh like a theater and uh, like quite excited to experience the entire pink ball concept is the first time i'll be witnessing a, a pink ball test in person and uh, and yeah quite excited as i said that's fantastic i didn't know you were going to be there you can get us all of the uh, inside information on how yes, yes, sure, 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 sure. so 
With that being said, uh, what kind of predictions do we think we're making for the second test? I mean, sounds to me that uh, um, England may have the upper hand with this pink ball, considering uh, you know their sort of bowling lineup, um, and especially the way that they managed to get the ball to reverse swing in the first test. Um, yep. Yeah, think? and 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 yeah, and with uh, Jimmy Anderson and Jofra Archer, uh, most probably will be back. And I don't know whether they'll continue with Stuart Broad or give Chris Wokes a try. Uh, I feel if they give Chris Wokes a try, then that uh, bowling lineup becomes that much more formidable. Uh, so I feel it's quite even right now, unless unless England are just not mentally there and uh, they don't turn up on the day of the test. I feel it should be an even contest. Actually, right even before the start of the series, when people had written off England claiming that it will be a whitewash by India. Or at least three one. I had predicted that uh, it will not be as easy as it seems. And just remember that if India lose this match, then they are out of uh, the World Test Championship race, anyways. So a lot uh, to play for for both teams. And uh, you never know if England uh, win this one and uh, uh, go to the fourth Test with two one up. Uh, if they win three one, I I don't remember the scenarios as to how they can qualify. But then. it at least ensures that australia goes through and plays new zealand in the world test championship final so hope uh, the pink ball test uh, surprises us but uh, in a good way and uh, india can uh, capitalize and uh, win this one and i think then the next the fourth one will be quite easier as compared to this one to beat england um if we're looking at the indian bowling lineup i think i saw that uh, umesh yadav might be coming back into the attack so are we looking at like uh ishant uh, sharma umesh yadav um you know to spearhead the attack um uh no actually i would still uh, like bumrah is fit so bumrah will uh, obviously continue with ishant at the top and the third pacer slot will be with siraj i think and there's no need to uh, get in umesh at this stage uh siraj has done uh, exceedingly well in his opportunities so i think they should just continue with uh, Siraj, Ishant, and Bumrah. If they plan to go the three pacers way, uh, one more key point is uh, considering it is pink ball and it does nip around a bit. Uh, won't mind if they play Hardik uh, Pandya over here as uh, as a all rounder and ask him to bowl like say uh, eight to nine overs in a day. Not much workload, but uh, just to see how things go. He he is like uh, someone like Ben Stokes, right? Who can make things happen out of nowhere. so like uh, hope they look into that uh, aspect as well would be quite uh, exciting to see hardik back in the whites absolutely i think uh, hardik uh, might be still uh, recovering from um, his back injury and um, you know hopefully he will have sorted that out by now so um, you know looking to see that uh, uh, looking to see him back in and um, uh, into the real uh, thick of things to be honest so uh, some great uh, predictions right there and um, i think what we can say is that uh, it's pretty much an even contest coming into the uh, second test there of yep, course, yep. Um, uh, everything to really play for here with uh, as you said the world test champion championships i mean we lose this and we're out and that would be extremely sad after um um 
you know, that fantastic series win that we had in, uh, in Australia. So with that being said, I think I'm going to, we're going to wrap this up. It's been a fantastic yep, yep. Uh, first uh, podcast and uh, yes. wanted to uh, thank you again, Sankit, uh, for giving us your insight on uh, thank you. what's coming up. So last word, who's going to win the next test? Uh, I will say India should win the next test because I think England are just not mentally there right now. Absolutely. New ground, home crowd. Uh, Sankit, you're going to be there. You're going to give us those insights uh, as well. Yes. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, India as well. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating day-night uh, test. And uh, so thank you to all for uh, listening to our first podcast. We hope to keep yep. uh, continuing thank you so much. this. Thank you, Sankit. And uh, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Check out IndiaWare.com and also uh, Sankit's fantastic uh, tune, uh, cartoon uh, series on uh, Jack Cartoons as well. And uh, we'll look to uh, see you uh, shortly after the next test. And uh, thank you so much. It's great uh, to have... Uh, started this series thank you sanket thank you thank you so much thank you mons and thank you all and uh, hoping to hear back from you guys as well if you have any comments suggestions thank you